There are times when a word of God covers an issue of this life and it cannot be stopped by any human. The nation of Israel is an example of this. When it divided into two parts, Rehoboam, being king of Judah, tried to unite the tribes of Israel as one nation again. But God stopped Rehoboam from doing this because God had already given ten tribes to Jeroboam by prophecy because of the sin of Solomon that he did in following other gods, the gods of his strange wives. 1 Kings chapter 12 And it came to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they sent and called him unto the congregation and made him king over all Israel. Jeroboam had been hiding out from Solomon who wanted to kill him because God had told Jeroboam that he would reign over ten of the tribes of Israel and the nation of Israel would be divided. Rehoboam would be given one tribe. There was none that followed the house of David which is Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, but the tribe of Judah only. So only the tribe of Judah follows Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. The other ten tribes are going to follow Jeroboam and make him king. And when Rehoboam was come to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah with the tribe of Benjamin, an hundred and fourscore thousand chosen men. He assembled a hundred and eighty thousand chosen men, which were warriors, to fight against the house of Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam the son of Solomon, to unite the kingdom. But by prophecy, God had divided the kingdom. So Rehoboam will not succeed in what he is planning. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak unto Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and unto all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not go up, nor fight against your brethren, the children of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing is from me. This divided kingdom was from God because of the sins of Solomon. So the people hearkened to the word of the Lord and returned to depart according to the word of the Lord that there would be no battle. Jeroboam commits a great sin because of fear. Jeroboam is afraid that the people will return to Rehoboam and leave him and even kill him because Jerusalem is the place that they went to worship. From all over the nation of Israel, 
they went to Jerusalem to worship. Now, Jerusalem is reigned by the son of Solomon, Rehoboam. And Jeroboam, who has the other tribes as his kingdom, is afraid that once the people go up to Jerusalem to worship, that they will turn on him and turn to Rehoboam in Jerusalem and follow Rehoboam. And he's afraid they'll kill him. So he devises a plan to keep the people faithful to him. He builds two golden calves. He sets up one in the city of Bethel and the other in the city of Dan. And he tells the people, you no longer have to go to Jerusalem to worship. You can worship in Bethel and Dan, which is in their own geographical area. And he keeps them away from Jerusalem. And that's one of the great sins that he commits. But he commits an even, well, probably an even greater sin, or at least as great a sin. God had ordained from the beginning of the children of Israel that the tribes of Levi would be the priests to God. He removes the tribe of Levi from being priests and sets up vile people to be priests and consecrates them to be his priest. That's what happens today in the New Testament church. From heaven, Jesus gave gifts to the church. He established the church from heaven. After the crucifixion, Jesus established the New Testament church. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11-12. And he, Jesus, gave some apostles some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, for the perfecting of the saints. Men came along and set up popes and archbishops and vicars and all types of men that are not called by Jesus from heaven or appointed to be ministers over the church. It's exactly the sin of Jeroboam that we see today in the churches. You cannot set up anyone in the church to be a minister except the ones called by God. Paul is an example of one of the ones called by God. On the road to Damascus, Jesus called Paul, who was then called Saul, And he said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Well, Paul, or Saul, his name then was Saul, later became Paul, the apostle. Saul said to Jesus, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. We see this story in Acts chapter 9, And in Acts chapter 26, there were several men traveling with Paul. They saw this bright light from heaven. They also heard the voice, but they weren't called to be ministers. Jesus called Saul directly from heaven by name, Saul, Saul. And that's what he does with us today. It all started with me. 
On August the 5th, 1975, here's what I heard. Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. I was born again at that moment. I was called by name, born again at that moment. A few days later, I was asleep in the night, and I was transported into heaven. I was with God. I was with Christ. I was with the Holy Spirit. I saw no visions of physical images. It was all a spiritual experience. At that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus with God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. I was made one with the Word of God. A few nights later, the exact same thing happened again. The exact same thing. I didn't know what it meant. At the time, I thought this happened to every person who was born again. Shortly thereafter, I found out it didn't happen to every person who was born again. I believe at those two moments, I was ordained into the two offices to which I am called to work in the church, which is apostle and prophet. Apostles deal with church doctrine, trying to turn churches to the doctrines of Christ. Prophets often deliver messages of correction to individuals, to ministers, to the church. They're always sent to the church. Prophets are not sent to the world. They're sent to the church. But what we find today is something very different from the New Testament church of the New Testament Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 26. Paul instructs the church as follows. How is it then, brethren, when ye come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation, let all things be done unto edifying. The church was not designed by Jesus to come into a building where only a few approved men can speak. It didn't have a platform. It didn't have railings around it to keep the people back from the ministers, to separate us. The Holy Spirit spoke through whom he willed. One might have this message. Another might have that message. Another might have a prayer. But all things would be done unto edifying. It wasn't a pre-planned program as we see today. I have often thought if Jesus attended this church meeting this morning, he would not be permitted to speak because only those approved by this church group are permitted to speak in the gathering of the church. And that is not what it was supposed to be. They changed the ministry. They changed the church. And they set up their own ministers just like Jeroboam did. They set up their own ministers to suit themselves in their own churches. And they set up their own rules. And they departed from the doctrines of Christ in many situations, such as 
Jesus said the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Most, if not all of them, have changed from that doctrine, Matthew 5.32, and established other doctrines. Sure, you can marry a divorced woman. That's no problem. Sure, the divorced woman can remarry. That's no problem. They ignore the scriptures where Jesus says it will be adultery if the divorced woman remarries. Matthew 5.32 She will commit adultery. So they changed the doctrines of Christ for the church today so that they could approve the people in the church without the people in the church giving up their way of sin. And these are basically the same as the sins committed by Jeroboam, which you can read about in 1 Kings 12. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.